One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You can wish for it or you can work for it. You got to work for greatness. If you ain't working, you should be working. Let's work. Welcome to Confessions of a Workaholic, where we share the untold success secrets of fearless female entrepreneurs who are obsessed with success. This is your girl, Coriel. So excited to be back with another soul-snatching solo episode. Y'all, we are on episode, what, 103, 104, something like that, like above 100. And I cannot even begin to imagine what this thing is going to look like at 150, at 200. So if you are enjoying the show, definitely make sure you subscribe, share your favorite episode, comment, leave me a five-star review, and Check the show notes for important updates, links, and details. Before we get into this week's show, I have to let y'all know that we are about to announce so many surprises, so many secrets up my sleeve that uh, my team and I have been working on for Work, Pray, Slay. If you enjoy Confessions of a Workaholic, then you are absolutely going to get your entire life at Work, Pray, Slay weekend, which is returning to ATL October 31st through November 3rd. Definitely make sure you are following us on Instagram at Work, Pray, Slay and sign up for our email list so that you will be the first to know when we announce these new panelists on our For the Culture panel. Y'all know I'm all about, 
you know, group economics, promoting black business, promoting entrepreneurship in our community, supporting one another, spotlighting one another. So we could not have Work Price Slave Weekend without having a For the Culture panel where we're talking to Dr. Key, who, you know, is the founder, the brains, the, the brains behind the Village Market ATL, which I'm sure you are familiar with. We have um, Dr. Tiffany, who is a, a therapist, a sex therapist, nonetheless. We're going to talk about it this year at Work Price Slave. LB is going to be talking about living that wife life, all right? We got my girl, Sonia Lewis, who is going to be um, talking about how we can get from up under Sally Mae and all this student loan debt. So we are really having these conscious conversations at Work Price Slave. It's not just a look good, feel good opportunity. You can do all that, but you're definitely not going to walk away the same way you walked in. So grab your passes if you are interested in meeting me at um, Work Price Slay at WorkPriceLay.com. And then of course, if you are a business owner and you're interested in vendor opportunities, sponsorship opportunities, or partnership opportunities, shoot us an email, work at Coriel.com or click the link in my IG bio at Coriel. So y'all, we got to start this episode with like a do better black folks moment. Okay, let's talk about it. Because I had this post that like went viral um, in the last couple weeks, right? I had this post that went viral and I kind of felt bad after it went viral, not because of the post, but just because of the response that it got, right? So as entrepreneurs and all of my business owners who are listening to this, you are definitely going to feel me on this because if you haven't been through it, I know you have a business bestie, somebody that has. So I have been doing these four-week uh, mentoring groups. I'm basically working with women in like a small group format, kind of like coaching with weekly masterclasses and Q&As and all this stuff. Um, and so one of the sessions that I offer was surrounding Shopify. So there was an option where you could either just do the classes or you could do the classes and have my team actually build out your Shopify site for you. So I had, you know, someone enroll for the extended option where she wanted us to build out her site. She took the entire course, emailed me like the third weekend. It was a four week course, emailed me the third weekend, you know, telling me how much she was enjoying the course, how helpful it was, sharing the ideas that she had for how she was going to use this information to build her shop. All right? Great. It's all good. The next week, um, she emails me and says, you know, I'm not really ready to move forward with the shop part of it. Can I have an extension? And I say, you know, it's cool. I'll, you know, I'll give you a two-week extension. She asked for two weeks. I said, sure, you can have two-week extension. Don't y'all know. Not even, I don't know, three days after that, she sends me another email and says, you know what, it's just not a good time. I'm not going to be able to, you know, build out my shop, um, but I'm going to use the information that you shared during this training for my PR business. So I'm like, all right, fine. You know, if you want to waste your money, then hey, what, what do you want me to do? You know, if you, because she paid the extra fee outside of just the training, she paid that extra fee, right, to have her shop built, gave her the extension. She says, no. Nah, I, you know, the extension, thank you, but no, thank you. I'm still not going to be ready. I'm going to have to pass. So I get an email probably 30 days later. I get an email, a dispute email, y'all, from my Stripe. I use Stripe to process um, a lot of like my credit card payments. So I get an email from Stripe that says such and such has disputed this $697 payment. And I'm thinking, 
you know, I haven't had any communications with anybody that was disputing anything. Like, what the heck is this? So I look it up. I see who it is. I go back, search my inbox for this name, see this conversation thread. And I'm just so confused. So I immediately email her and say, hey, help me understand this. You know, I got this email that you disputed this charge. Let me know what's going on. Make this make sense for me, sis. Like, let me know what's happening. Crickets. No response. So I politely gathered up all of my little documents, the screenshots where she had accessed every single one of the lessons. I had like her IP address where she accessed it from. I have like the duration that she viewed everything. I have the email communication. Like I have all of this compiled it into a six page PDF, submitted it to Stripe. And then on that following Monday, I emailed her again and I'm like, yo like what is going on here i know you're i know you're getting my emails like i just know you are and you're not responding what's up help me understand this again nothing so on friday of that week i put up this post and i'm like yo i had already researched this girl like who is she i couldn't find her instagram um because i was about to blow up her dms but i couldn't find it but i found her linkedin i found out all of this stuff right i did my little in internet investigation it's public knowledge. It's out there, right? I didn't pay no investigators. I just found what was already on the good internet. So long story short, I found this girl's information. I put up this post on my Instagram and I'm like, yo, we got to do better. Do not pay for things. Do not sign up for things that you cannot afford, you know, to, to actually pay for. Stop ordering things receiving what you pay for and then going back and changing your mind. I cannot tell you how many times people have literally received items, disputed it, and then won their case. Because as entrepreneurs, nobody is on our side. The payment processors are not on our side. The banks are not on our side. They're on the customer side. So 99.9% .9 of the time when these disputes come through, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. And so because I know the odds are stacked against me, because I know my six-page PDF is probably still not going to be good enough, I blasted this girl on social media. So I did one of those little swipe posts, and I you know, talked about the fact that this girl sent me all these emails. She said she loved this course. She you know, did all of this stuff and then disputed it and then went ghost, like crickets, nothing. So... I literally got like hundreds of comments, thousands of likes and shares and, you know, entrepreneurs saying, you know, oh my God, I'm glad you're speaking about this. This happens so much. I know people who have literally gone out of business because the number of chargebacks, because people have ordered bundles. This particular person had a um, hair business. She in one month had $12,000 worth of chargebacks. Don't you know that that will put you out of business if you are not in position to take a $12,000 loss? Because not only are you, do you have to pay that $12,000, you're out of that inventory. So that could be $20,000 that you lost, you know? And so there's nobody advocating for business owners. So I just had my little moment where I say, you know what? I don't have no power with this dispute. I don't have any power with this bank. I'm going to use the power that I have. My power, hey, it's on social media. So I'm going to let people know that this is not okay and it's time for somebody to say it. So so what happened after that, you know, even though I, I took it down, my attorney called me. She like, yo, sis, you know, your brand is bigger than this. You were just on stage with T.D. Jakes. And I'm like, okay, I had a moment. You right. I took a deep breath 
and I took the post down. I did. I didn't want to because I wasn't wrong. This lady stole from me, but I took it down. I put my big girl panties on and I took it down. And wouldn't you know, um, the next day it was like the BYOB retreat. So I was connecting with everybody, seeing a lot of people for the first time. And so many people asked me about that post. And so that just in my mind just showed me, number one, everybody really is watching what you post. Because people who I had literally never met in life were asking me about this post or commenting like, sis, I feel you. You know, were coming up to me to talk to me about this post in different times that they've had to deal with disputes and all of this stuff. So number one, people are really watching. And number two, the negative things get way more attention. That thing went viral. That was like the post heard around the world. It went viral so fast. So many people commented so fast. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And wouldn't you know, like literally a week later, I got like uh, casting uh, somebody from LA, like hit me up about a reality TV show. And I'm like, you know what? I put that dramatic energy out there. I put that in the universe. And that is literally what I got back. Somebody who want to put me in the spotlight to act crazy and throw water on people and curse and fight and act a fool. So learning lesson for all of us, number one, don't order things. Don't buy things that you cannot afford. And number two, be mindful of the message that you're sending. Because even though I wasn't wrong and I stand by my position that this lady has stolen from me, And as a victim, I can voice my story. I do stand by that. However, I also don't want drama to be attached to my brand. I also don't want my name to be attached to remember that post when. So I am learning through this learning lesson as well. And y'all know I tell y'all my lessons learned. Like all of these podcast episodes, all of these solo episodes are me literally telling y'all the crazy things that I've been through, the mistakes I've made, the money I've lost, and hey sis, don't do it. Let's figure this thing out through my lessons learned. So this was another one. Lesson for us all, that's that. Today, episode 104 is all about, I had to go check because earlier I said this was 103 or 104 and I had to go look real quick and this is definitely 104. So 104 is all about, it's inspired by Instagram posts, not that Instagram post, but a couple of days ago, I put up this post that I wanted to give away four ad pages inside of Work Magazine. Really, truly in my heart, I created Work Mag to be um, a, a media outlet that spotlights and celebrates working women and Black-owned businesses. Like, that's it. This thing is not making me any money. It's barely paying for itself. Like, I'm literally not creating this magazine for the money. I promise you. So in knowing that I'm not really profiting off this, it doesn't hurt me to add a couple pages, to, you know, add some features for some small businesses, it doesn't hurt me, so why not help them, right? That's my thing. If it's not gonna hurt me, I could do all the helping in the world, as long as it's not gonna hurt me. So I put out this ad, I'm giving away these four um, ad spaces. If you're a Black-owned business, shoot me a DM, I'm gonna send you a link, blah, blah, blah. So I was flooded with all of these DMs. I sent out links to all of these people, got, I don't know, a 100 people who submitted their businesses for a half page ad inside of WorkMag. WorkMag is a print magazine, right? 
That means it's going to go out and it's digital as well. So it's literally being read by women all around the world. Okay. So as a business owner, there's some things that you have to think about when you're considering promoting your business, right? Let's start there because the submissions that I got, I mean, I was going through them things like with a fine tooth comb, like looking at all of these websites or trying to at least, but so many of the submissions either did not have a website at all, listed their Instagram as their website, meaning they didn't have a website at all. All they had was an Instagram. Or when I went to their website, it was a mess. The pictures weren't professional. They were pixelated. Like it just, it, it wasn't right. And so instead of just saying, okay, no, nah, scratch this, forget it. You know, nobody's getting an ad. I said, I'm going a, I'm to a use this as a teachable moment. So I took down the post. Like, no, nah, I'm going I'm to use this as a teachable moment, but can't no, no more people can apply. Like, I can't look through no more applications. They had me stressed out. So I took the post down, and I put another post up. And I said, listen, y'all, I'm going to teach a class about what to do before you promote your business. Because it literally makes no sense to promote your business, even if it's not paid, even if it's free promo. You still want to be able to profit off of it right? It's a waste of time if you're not getting anything off of it. So you're hustling backwards if you are spending time or money to promote your business, but your business isn't set up to profit. And what I mean by set up to profit is if somebody sees your ad in my magazine, but you don't have a website, how in the world are they supposed to find out more about you, shop with you, purchase your products. They got to go to your Instagram. What if they are 50 plus years old and they don't have an Instagram? Well, my, my audience isn't 50 plus years old. Well, what if somebody who's reading my magazine is 50 plus years old and they think that you are perfect for their daughter, but they want to look you up first, but they don't have no Instagram and you don't have no website. So now you just lost a potential customer. You cannot rely on Instagram. We talked about this before, but let me say it again. For the, for the new folks, you cannot rely on Instagram for your income, period. Okay, you can't rely on Instagram for your income. So if you are relying on Instagram to be your website, no. You're not open for business. Don't do it. Like Because once you show up looking a mess, you're going to have a hard time getting in front of people again. So what that means is first impressions are everything. If I come to your website and it's a mess, I'm not coming back, period. I'm just not. If the first time that I see your product is a pixelated photo or like a selfie of you with the product, like I'm just, it's not going to be appealing to me. And it's going to be really hard for you to get my attention again. So because I saw so many of the same mistakes, I definitely felt like this was a topic that tons of people would find valuable. And so I wanted to share what you need to do before you start promoting your business. So how to actually get paid from promo. Even if you're not paying for the promo, this could be magazine ads, this could be podcast ads, this could be social media promo where you're paying somebody to post your business. You want to make sure you have certain things in place so that you can actually profit from this promo. All right. So let's talk about some of the things you want to have in place. Some of the necessities. Number one, 
you want to make sure you test and validate your product before you go out here and start promoting. Test and validate it. So that means, do you know what you're selling and does the market actually want it? Yay or nay? So are you solving a problem? If you started a business just because you thought it was a good idea and you are your only customer, like you getting high off your own supply, that's not a business. That's just a hustle. It's an expensive hobby. I'm sorry, not a hustle, a hobby. It's an expensive hobby if you're your only customer. If your mama is your only customer and you're gifting her everything, this is a hobby and you have to accept that. Put your energy into something else. So test and validate your product first before you go out here and start promoting it. Figure out whether or not you're solving a problem because in order to make money, you have to solve a problem. You gotta make somebody's life easier. You gotta save somebody time. You gotta save somebody money. You gotta help somebody You know, have a transformation. Are you solving a problem? Are you doing something unique? Is there something different that you're bringing to the market that doesn't already exist? Or are you doing something that already exists in a new way? Does the market even want what you have to offer? There have been plenty of times. People think that everything, you know, that I do, oh, how is she selling out these events? How does she? Listen, y'all have not seen the things that didn't work because they didn't work, okay? Y'all didn't hear about the events that failed because they never happened, right? So there are some things that I thought were going to be bomb and it was crickets. I launched it and they were like, nah, this ain't, this ain't what we want. So you want to test and validate your product as, as good as you can before you start promoting it to outside people. So you can use the people in your network to test and validate your product. You can poll your audience. You can send out five text messages. Before I get ready to produce a new t-shirt design, you better believe I'm asking some people, which of these do you like? Do you like the font like this? Do you like the phrase this way? Do you even like this phrase? Do you think, do you get it? Do I have to explain it to you in order for you to understand it? Like, would you wear this? Ask those questions. So you don't have to do any expensive testing. This is, like, don't overthink it, but you definitely want to get some opinions, right? You want to figure out are you actually solving a problem? Are you bringing something to the table that people actually want? So before you start promoting your business, you wanna test and validate your product. Another thing you wanna do, you wanna identify your target customer. Here's why. If you don't know who you are selling to, how are you gonna know who to promote to? So the way that you need to promote to a 45-year-old corporate executive woman is going to be totally different from how you have to promote to a 35 year old business owner. Those are two totally different people. Even if they're the same age, let's just say they're both 45, 45 year old corporate executive. You might have to market to her a little bit differently than the 45 year old full-time entrepreneur businesswoman. Totally different lifestyles. Most of the time, not 100%, but most of the time. So you might have to market to those people two different ways. But if you don't know which of those people needs what you have, you're not going to be able to identify how you can best position yourself. So in addition to just knowing who that customer is, because a lot of times we talk about like, who's your ideal client? Who's your target customer? The second part of that is understanding where to find them so that you know where to promote. You need to know if your um, target customer is a Fashion Nova girl, 
Is she a Fashion Nova girl or is she a Neiman Marcus girl? Which one is she? Is she a TJ Maxx girl? You know, is she a Target girl? Where is she? Where do you need to go to find her? What types of pages is she following? Because the more information that you find about where she is, what she's following, what she's into, what she's going through, you could you can position yourself in those places. So if you know that she's an Exo Nicole type reader versus a Shade Room type reader, then you can figure out ways to get yourself on the Exo Nicole platform. Whether it's connecting with the writer, doing some paid promo, if you know where to find your target customer, you can position yourself and promote yourself in a way that will get you paid. If your customer spends all of their time on Facebook, but you're spending all of your time marketing on Instagram, you're not going to make any money because that's not where your people are. I literally had a client who was 40 something, over 45, but not 50. Okay. Tell me. Yo, I don't understand why I'm not blowing up on Instagram. Like, I know I'm saying all of this hot stuff. I know my ish is bomb. Why am I not popping on Instagram? And I'm like, boo, your people are not on Instagram. Your customers, your demographic for what you are offering, they're on Facebook. You're going to have to start a Facebook page. You're going to have to start a Facebook community. You're going to have to join some Facebook groups. You are going to have to make your presence known and put just as much energy into Facebook, if not more than you do to Instagram. So you might personally like Instagram, but that doesn't mean that's where you need to be professionally. That doesn't, doesn't mean that's where you need to do your business. You might need to invest in Facebook ads instead of Instagram ads. You spending all your money doing these $5 a day Instagram ads, but your people are on Facebook, so they never see them. So understand who your target customer is, but also where to find them, okay? Because again, if you're paying somebody, you over here paying somebody on Instagram, but your people aren't there, and then you're mad at that person that you paid, and it's not their fault. I can't tell you how many times people have well, I can't tell you how many times. It hasn't been that much. But even though people don't necessarily complain about how their promotion performs on my social media or in my magazine or on my podcast or wherever, I see the results. So I know whose posts do well and whose don't. So I can only imagine that the people whose posts don't do well, that they're probably mad about it. They're upset. They feel like they wasted their money. Those people could possibly blame me. However, numbers don't lie. So you can't blame me if your post doesn't do well when I can show you these other five posts that did good. I can show you the receipts of the people who say they got customers, got real sales, not just followers, but real sales off of this post. So you can't say the post doesn't work. You have to look at your post, okay? Is my audience your target customer? Because if you want to promote your senior citizens home on my page, that's not going to work. So it's not going to work. You're going to be mad. The results are not going to be what you think they're going to be. Like, it's just, nobody's going to be happy here. Okay. You're going to feel like you wasted your money. So you have to, you have to know where your audience is. Okay. When you are doing these paid promos. So I do small biz Saturday on my Instagram page. Sometimes and it's literally where I'm just promoting small businesses all day long, promoting small businesses. 
again, some of those posts do really, really well where people are getting 500 followers, 1,000 followers, sales, real money, okay? And then some of them, I look at them and I'm like, yo, I know this is not going to do good. Some of them, I literally tell the people, I'm not going to be able to post this. I, I think you're wasting your money. I don't think this is going to perform well. You know, go back and get an image that's like this, or my audience likes this a little bit better. So you have to study where you're going to be promoting. Look at my page before you pay me to promote to my audience. Not just because you need to know whether or not my audience is your target customer, but also because you want to see what my posts look like so that the posts you want me to promote aligns with my page. Because if it's some random party flyer, people are going to be like, yo, I know that this is just some paid promo. So you want to be strategic with the types of things that you're posting or that you're promoting. Promote something free, promote a contest, promote a giveaway, promote something that is not paid because it's hard enough for you to get your own audience to pay for your stuff, let alone you trying to get my audience to pay for your stuff. Okay, so promote free offers. But even with a free offer, in order for it to work, you got to make sure you're promoting it in the right way or in the right place and in the right way. You also want to have a website before you start promoting. Again, we already talked about the fact that you are literally going to miss out on money if you are not covering your bases. Your website is your online business card. It's your place where you can tell people who you are, what you do, how you do what you do, and who you do it for. So that they can come to your website and say, oh my God, this is what I've been praying for. Let me pay her. Or they can come there and not waste their time, not waste your time, not sign up for your email list because they can tell right away, okay, this is not for me. But you at least want to have that place, that headquarters, where you can direct people to learn more about you and what you have to offer. You want to also have some social media platforms in place. So again, you don't have to you know, spread yourself thin promoting 10 times a day on every single network. In order to save yourself time, in order to work smarter and not harder, you want to study your audience and know where they actually are. So go where they are and put your efforts there. You can have a presence everywhere, but you don't have to devote the same amount of energy and attention everywhere. So I have a Twitter, a Facebook, a YouTube, an Instagram, but I, I know that Instagram is my moneymaker. I know that the majority of my audience is connecting with me and engaging with me more on Instagram. So that's where I put the majority of my energy. But that doesn't mean that I don't have a Facebook fan page. That doesn't mean that I don't have a Twitter account. So you can still find me on those networks because even though I may not like Facebook, somebody in my audience might be a diehard Facebook fan. Not a fan of me, but a fan of Facebook, right? They might be just diehard all about Facebook all day. So I want to make sure that I'm at least um, searchable. You can at least find me on these places. And then last but not least, you want to have professional quality photos. So I'm saying professional quality. That doesn't mean they have to be professional and that you have to hire a photographer. That means that if you are balling on a budget, you better have a damn good iPhone camera or Samsung camera right? Android, can whatever you got, it better be good. I had a lady take a picture of me with my own phone. And I was like, yo, I didn't know my camera could do this. But she was a real photographer. And there was some way that she manipulated these settings in my iPhone to where these pictures look like headshot photos. And they were like in the lobby of a hotel. They were so good, I couldn't believe it. So if you don't have the funds, you better have the time to figure out how to make it work. But there's no excuse 
for why you can't have professional photos if you got a thousand dollar phone in your pocket use that phone make it work even if you are a service-based business and you just need you know professional photos of yourself you can definitely make it work with your own phone or um, if you are in Atlanta, I definitely always recommend that people check out um, Shots by Princess. I'll make sure that I put her uh, Instagram or her website in the show notes. And then another thing that she also does if you're not in Atlanta is she has a stock photo service. So you can literally send her your products and she will create professional stock photos and flat lays for you. So if you are like, I got the iPhone, but I still cannot figure this flat lay thing out. Trust me, I get it because I can barely do it myself. So she's really good for that. So I will put her in um, her info in the show notes because there's just no excuse. You know, you have to have professional quality photos that represent your products. Well, you can't try to sell me this hundred dollar product and it looks like it should be at the Dollar Tree. Your photo quality is Dollar Tree photos right? But you want me to spend this Macy's money. It doesn't work like that. Like you have, it has to align just because you know that this product is amazing. The photos have to say the same thing. You want everything to match. That's how you build a brand. That's how you, you know, build awareness and build customer loyalty is having that consistency, having that professional imagery, right? All of that has to be in place. Now, I had somebody comment on the post where I said, you know, you got to have some things in place before you start promoting. And she was like, that's true, but you don't have to have all of that to get started. Like, you can still make money even if you don't have it. Very true. Very, very true. And I'm not saying you can't. There are literally people that are popping the trunk, slanging t-shirts, slanging, you know, mixtapes, whatever books out of their trunk and by all means, get it how you live. You can absolutely do that and make money. But I'm talking about actually like setting up shop as a business. When you are promoting yourself to other people's audiences, they don't know you. They don't care that you cool. All right. They don't, they don't, they haven't met you in real life. So you haven't been able to sell them on your product just by telling them your story. When you're promoting yourself to other people's audiences that have not had contact with you or have had very little contact with you, you want to make sure you're positioning yourself as professional as possible. So if they just have your website to go off of, is your website the best representation of you? Yay or nay? When they roll up on those pictures, is that something you can really be proud of? So before you promote your business, you want to test and validate your product, identify your target customer, understand where to find your target customer, have your website in place, have your social media um, profiles up and current. So even if you're not posting every day, your about should be current. You shouldn't have an old event Facebook header. Your blog should have posts that are, you know, at least within the last 30 days. It should still be current so that you at least look like you're interested. If I come to your Facebook page and it's like you haven't been here in the last year, I'm never coming back. I'm going to think that you quit. I'm going to think that you're not in business anymore. So you want to have those things in place. And then, of course, you want to have professional quality product photos. Those are like necessities. Now, extra things that you can have in place to just make yourself even more presentable and professional and in position to profit is an email list. So having an email opt-in is your way that you can capture your audience's um, email address. You can stay connected with them so that even if they don't buy 
their first time at your website or their first time on your social media page, they can still give you their contact information so that you can stay in communication with them so that you can keep introducing yourself, positioning yourself as the expert, you know, showing yourself as the authority through email marketing. And then another thing that you um, can have in place is evidence that you are who you say you are, evidence that you are the expert that you say you are, evidence that your product is as bomb as you say that it is. And that evidence can be in the form of case studies, it can be testimonials, customer photos. You know, if you have a product-based business, you can have customer photos and social proof. So literally other people co-signing you, saying that you are who you say you are, saying that you do what you say you do. Your products actually do what they're supposed to do. So we got to do better, all right? Let's not hustle backwards. Stop putting all of your time, effort, energy, and money into creating these products and then dropping the ball when it comes to setting yourself up professionally, okay? We wanna present ourselves as professionals so that people will be willing to pay us our worth. Again, if you just wanna nickel and dime and pop the trunk, by all means, get your coins, get it how you live. But when you really want to be able to promote yourself as a professional business, you wanna have these things in place, all right? If you are a business owner and you are interested in WorkMag um, opportunities, promo opportunities, or even opportunities to promote your business here on the podcast, definitely log on to magmag.workpraceslay.com or hit the email button in my Instagram bio. Hoping this was helpful for you. Each one, teach one. Listen, these are not things that I just know. Like, you know, I just woke up when I woke up like this. No, these are things that I learned the hard way. These are lessons that I had to learn through wasting money. Um, you know, well, it wasn't a waste because I, I learned and I'm here to be able to teach you all today. So it wasn't a waste, but I'm definitely, definitely um, always excited to be able to share those lessons learned and help you position your business to be able to profit. I am wishing you so much money, like more money than you know what to do with, more peace then you know what to do with and more profit. Uh, well, I guess money and profit is the same. Y'all know where my mind is. Obviously, my mind is on the money. Um, but I'm hoping that you feel empowered and encouraged to get that ass to work. Stay tuned for a spotlight interview with Black Enterprise. Welcome to another dope spotlight interview. Today, I get to introduce you to my girl, Lydia Blanco, the digital community specialist over at Black Enterprise. I had the pleasure, the honor of connecting um, with Lydia when I was blessed to share the stage with the bishop at the SOAR event here in ATL um, just a few months ago. And so I'm always honored um, to be a part of anything Black Enterprise has going on and definitely a huge supporter of any brand that is all about you know, creating Black enterprises, but specifically um, Black Enterprise because of the history, because of um, the culture of the company, and just because of the legacy you know, that this brand has built. Um, and so I'm always excited to be able to connect. And I am excited to be able to interview you, Lydia, and welcome you to Confession. So are you ready to confess? I am ready to confess. Okay, so you play this dope role at Black Enterprise, um, but you also have like some personal things that you're doing outside, um, you know, uh, in terms of like your personal brand. So as the creator of Sincere Visions and a storyteller across the board, you know, for Black Enterprise, 
what would you say is most important to you when you're creating content? You know what, that is a really good question, Coria. When I think about creating content, accuracy and perspective are extremely important for me, whether I'm in a newsroom or on the front lines or in someone's neighborhood trying to tell a story. So often, you know, we see and read these stories that may seem one-sided, um, but for me, it's really important to go the extra distance, especially to get that perspective and to be as accurate as possible. I think that's a lot of what's missing nowadays, especially as it relates to storytelling. So those two things really rang king for me. How important is it for you to still work on um, fulfilling projects outside of your career? Because one thing that we talk about on the podcast all the time is um, you know, our entrepreneurial like aspirations, or even if it's not a business, um, still seeking things that we're passionate about or spending our time, you know, not only being so focused on climbing the corporate ladder that we are not feeling fulfilled um, in life. And so you have like this dream job, right? There's so many people yeah. listening that are like black enterprise, like dope. How'd you get on? What do I got to do? That is where a lot of people want to be. And yet you're not so comfortable um, in only excelling professionally that you have let like your personal, the things that you believe in personally or the things that you're passionate about um, or storytelling outside of, you know, your, your workplace. Um, so talk a little bit about the podcast that you have and why it's so, why it was so important for you to start this podcast. I'm assuming as an outlet, um, but there's so many women and I haven't ever worked in corporate, so I don't have that experience, but I know that from the women that I have talked to, a lot of them want to start these projects as just an outlet and a way to, um, you know, start to build on the personal side of things outside of professional. So what was your motivation? And tell us a little bit about the podcast. Sure. Okay. So the podcast is called the Get My Life Tour. I am getting ready to launch this month. I'm so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm about to turn 30. I need to do it big. So I'm going to launch my podcast relatively close to my birthday. So I went on what I coined a Get My Life Tour two years ago after leaving a very toxic corporate work environment. I was literally dying, Corey. I was like, am I dying? Oh, hey, Def, that's you. What's up? Here I come. And before I died, I was like, you know what, let me remove myself from the situation. And I went on what I coined, like I said, a get my life tour. It's literally me getting my life, getting my finances together, making sure that my health and wellness is on point and that I am here, you know, in the presence, you know, making sure that I'm maximizing on opportunities, but well enough to do so. And the get my life tour is honestly what led me to Black Enterprise. I left one work environment and I took time off, traveled back to the Bay Area where I'm from, from Harlem. And I I took the time I needed to just really R&R. &R. Um, while looking for employment and wanting to work in a dope space, I applied for a position through my network, actually, and landed at Black Enterprise, um, which was dope. I never really applied for a job, but I knew that I wanted to work for Black Enterprise, and this opportunity came about through networking with other dope boss women. And it was really important for me to be in this space because one of the things that I value about Black Enterprise is that we push entrepreneurship and business and all of that. You know, how hypocritical would it be if I couldn't do my own thing, right? Um, so being in what most would consider to be a dream job has been extremely dope because I get to talk to women like you, Co. Like, 
when I met you, I was like, why did I just adopt her? And I'm trying to remain professional, but I can't help it because you're so dope. So I get to talk to women like you. I get to do my own thing. And it's really a full circle moment because I'm able to practice what I preach, not only personally, but professionally as well. I love it. So speaking of boss women, working women, I know this year um, at the Forward Conference, you all have like a powerful lineup um, of speakers, of presenters, of panelists. So tell us a little bit about the Forward Conference. Um, I looked it up online, you know, I did my research and I see that there are three tracks where you all are helping entrepreneurs to launch, grow and innovate within their businesses. But give us just a background of the Forward Conference and what attendees can expect to walk away with honestly you said it so perfectly forward is all about launching growing and innovating this conference is for entrepreneurs those who consider themselves founders thought leaders influencers anyone who wants or has skin in the game as it relates to business and entrepreneurship you know we'll be in charlotte june 19th through the 22nd and like you said we have so many boss women especially we have wendy williams who you know everyone is excited to hear from we have angela simmons we have sharice jones we have women like erica perry and you know we have those who are really established in their careers and we have budding entrepreneurs as well which makes forward such an interesting event we just renovate you know we renewed this this summit from the entrepreneur summit so we're moving forward we're helping people move their business forward um i'm so excited to be amongst all these dope women and learn um i cannot wait um yeah that's that's about it so who are you most excited to hear from and who should we be looking forward to seeing mm. you know what honestly i'm not even on front i'm ready to hear from auntie wendy you know if i could say i think she's going to get my life tour right now right respectively right and i really want to know what her journey has been like i think oftentimes we're so focused on being business women um women you know, leading our businesses or working our way up the corporate ladder, right? And she is such a public figure. And, you know, we're so used to getting the tea from her about other people. And I think that she is coming to forward to be as honest and real about her journey as possible, especially as a public figure. I really want to know what love and relationships um, platonically and romantically have, you know, gotten her to where she is. Of course, the obvious is what's in the news right now but i'm looking forward to how candid she will be with us at forward talk about like the the just the legacy of the brand right everybody's talking about wendy williams right now and she could mm -hmm. be doing like tmz she could be doing like the good morning she could be doing a tour of media press talking about her situation you know using this press to pub some new book or whatever but she is choosing to come to forward to get mm -hmm. in front of the black enterprise community. And I think that that just says something about the work that you all are doing um, and the value that you bring to the community. So I'm always, like I said, excited um, just to, to be in the room. Sometimes it just pays to be in the room. You mentioned that you, the way that you even ended up at black enterprise was through your network. And so there are just so many 
priceless opportunities um, that can come from just knowing good people. I always say your power is in your people. So uh, that's that's something we always talk about here on the podcast. I'm glad that you mentioned, you know, no, well, I don't want to say no interview, but no application necessary, you know, when your work speaks for itself, when your name speaks for itself, when your credentials, your relationships, you know, your network speak for you, then, you know, life just gets a little bit easier. So I love you dropped that little gem. Lydia, let us know how we can get tickets to um, the Forward Conference. And one more time, let them know when it is and where it is. Yes. Okay. So Forward will be taking place in Charlotte, North Carolina. So we'll be in the QC. That's the hashtag. Um, June 19th to the 22nd at the Charlotte Convention Center. If your listeners go to blackenterprise.com forward slash FWD. They can find all of the information about the event there. Look at our speakers. I hear we have a dope BOGO sale dropping today, I believe, if not tomorrow. So you can get that good old coupon because it's important to save your coin as much as you want to invest in your professional development. Uh, So check out the website and of course, follow Black Enterprise for all the updates regarding Ford. Lydia, I appreciate you stopping by the show. Definitely excited about all of the amazing things that Black Enterprise is doing for the Black people. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for having me. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.